Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. So the scripture tells us in Luke, the fifth chapter, now when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, Simon, of course, is Peter. His name had not been changed yet. He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. And in bold, you'll say that it says for a draught. A draught is a catch or a draught is whatever's in that net. He says, let down your nets for a draught. There's a reason for launching is to let down your nets. And the reason for letting down your nets is to bring in a draw. So I'm teaching on launching because we need to learn what it means to really let down the nets. Now, the deep places we talked about last week. Last week, we discussed the deep places. In fact, there was um, a scripture in Proverbs that we talked about. The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but the one who has insight draws them out, draws out the deep waters the deep waters or draws one translation says draws from the deep waters now let me put a couple of scriptures together for you just so you'll understand jesus says that if you believe on me as the scripture has said out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water he also says i will be in you a well of living water springing up unto everlasting life the prophet isaiah says that out of the wells of joy shall you draw so, so this scripture in Proverbs supports and substantiates the fact that you're deeper than your surface. There's more to you than just, you know, I'm married, I got children, I'm saved, I'm happy, and hurry up, even so come Lord Jesus. There's so much more in, in your depth and so much more in the deep places of your well water here. And what happens is that whenever you're thirsty, we seem to go and rely on somebody else's well when there's a well inside of you. The well, Jesus Christ, is the well on the inside. I'm talking to believers. So what happens is that I'll go borrow some water from you and I let my water stay stagnant, just a well that's sitting there and all kinds of debris is in there and my well gets dammed up. It gets dammed up to the place where I know it's in there, I can feel it, but it won't come out in any way. It won't come out in any way. And, and people come along and they start tossing trash in my well because I toss trash in my well because I let my deep places get clogged up with the cares of this life or people places or things people places or things people places and things I've allowed my well to be now contaminated and if by chance there's nobody around to give me water I'll dig through the rubbish and I'll try to drink some of that filthy murky contaminated water and I get sick. I get sick of me. I get sick of you. I get sick of church. I get sick of my job. I get sick of my relationships. I get sick of not having no money. I get sick of being sick. I get sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick. I just, I just get sick. And it's contrary to everything that the Lord has spoken to us because he even spoke through John and says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Your soul is the container or the well water. So many of us are sick because we took communion on top of bad water instead of cleaning that thing out and then allowing the new wine to go in, purifying it completely. That's why it's not good to miss communion. 
It's the only thing that, that really connects us as a body. Coming to church don't connect you. Because you can sit right next to somebody and talk about them like a dog under your breath. I wonder why that statement has gone down in history. Talk about them like a dog. Why not like a duck or a bird or talk about them like a donkey? Now we talk about people because we want to esteem them lower. And that's not scripture. The Bible says we should esteem them higher even than ourselves. We should esteem them higher. It doesn't mean that you make them better than you. You esteem them higher. You let them know that I can decrease so that you increase. And your success does not denote my failure. And your failure does not denote my success. So, so if the purpose of a person's heart is deep waters, your intent, your purpose, your passion, it's in deep waters. It's kind of hard to comprehend King James. I'm interpreting for you. It's saying that the thing that God puts you here to do, it's in that deep water. It's in the deepness of your soul. Ladies, it's in the deepness of who you are. Men, it's in the deepness of who you are. I was holding back tears to see all of these men come up here and just minister. We only sing four times a year. Every time it should be packed just like that. Just like that, because there's no prerequisites. You don't have to be religious, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. Nope, just come and worship publicly. Like the priest of the Old Testament. Like the men of the New Testament who knew how to go up to the temple. I don't know who the gentleman is. I want to meet you afterwards. He brought his family, and they came to this altar, and they kneeled. He's visiting this church, but he had enough sense to bring his family to the altar of the Lord. I want to charge some people to go deep and stop playing the surface. Because if you play the surface, you only get what's on the surface. If you play the surface, you get the surface. But if you play deep, you get deep. And you get what's down on the inside of you. Do you know there are dreams, there are visions, there are goals, there are successes that are deep down on the inside of you. And you have to use some insight to draw it out. The Word of God is insight. The Word of God is enlightenment. Now when I read that, I thought, one who has insight draws them out. I go, I got insight. I could draw some things out. It's not talking about me drawing anything out of you. It's talking about you drawing out of you. Come on, say, I got to draw out of me. Now, you can't draw what's not there. Can't get what's not there. They say you can't get blood out of a turnip. Nope, you sure can't. I know they said Moses couldn't get water out of a rock, but it started producing water. Because God said, speak to it. I know you, you think it's not there. Speak to it. Speak to it. Speak to your virtue. Speak to it and say, I know you're in there. I know it's a saved man of God inside, and I command you to come out. I command you to come out and show yourself so that not only will people see, but I need to see what I'm made of. You know, that's why we have tough times and we have circumstances and we have challenges and we have warfare and we have problems because when a person is enraged in passion, the true individual shines forth. Shines forth. Do you know right now if things started falling off the ceiling, some of you all would cuss and run. Some of you all would pray. Some of you all would try to catch it and serve. But who you are is what will show up. Who you are will show up. And if you're not pleased with who that is, how do you expect us to be pleased with that? You know, that's one of the greatest challenges for us being made whole is learning who we are, accepting who that is. And if it's not right, saying, God, we need to trade this one in for a new one. You ever bought something at the store and you saw that it was flawed? You took it back and said, I'm not paying for this. I need, I need another one. 
You can do your life like that. You can do your well like that. You can say, Lord, this one is too contaminated. It's cracked. It's, it's all messed up. He says, fret not. In fact, I put treasure in earthen vessels, cracked vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of you. Because if you was all perfect and you was all set and you was all good, you wouldn't need God. So we need him. We need him. Let me show you this because it is in me to teach. It has to be understood that the nets that Jesus had them to let down, he says, let down your nets. The nets that he had to let down have twofold meanings. Surely as generations and centuries later that we have the revelation that as a noun, it's an open fabric made of threads or cords that are woven or knotted together at regular intervals. That's what makes a net. Regular intervals, meaning the holes are the same size. Please listen and turn on your spiritual ears. The holes in the net are the same size or it's really not a net. The purpose of the holes and the intervals being the same is so that it can strategically catch what it is that you're looking to catch. So if you want big fish, the holes can be big and it's okay. If you want small fish, the, the holes have to be small, knitted very close together. Otherwise the fish will slip through. You understand that you get the visual, right? You get the visual. It also says that it is used to catch, keep, gather, or snare. Catch, keep, gather, or snare. Catch, keep, to gather, or to snare. You catch butterflies with a net. You can catch birds with a net. Do you know that in some places in Africa, when they, when they hunt for antelope, they actually will string a net from tree to tree, and they will chase the herd through the net. And so the purpose of the net is to catch something. That's the reason for the net. You say, well, what's the correlation between the net and me? If you remember in the first lesson, we talked about the net being Peter's instrument tool or his vocational tool that he used as a fisherman. And Jesus specifically jumped on the boat of a fisherman and said, let down your net. He said, cast out into the deep. We talked about that. And then he says, let down your net for a draught. He didn't run over to hunters and say, give me your spears or shoot your arrows and you're going to catch something. He went into a fisherman's boat and he says, use what you got. And the net is significant because the net by modern day definition is the amount left over after certain adjustments have been made. When you balance the checkbook, that's your net. When they get through taking out the taxes and your payments of various proportion, then you have what's called a net. Same word, deeper meaning. Now remember, the people who recognize this well on the inside of them will draw through insight. I get it now. I get it now. The insight to this net thing is that what I have left after all my heartache, after my pain, after my experiences, after raising all these kids, after I lost that job, after I had that surgery, after I went through that deliverance, after I got put back in my rightful place, after all of that, what's your net? What's your net? What do you have now? What do you have to work with? Peter said to Jesus, or Simon said to Jesus, he says, Master, we have toiled all night, all night long. Nevertheless, at your command, we'll let down our net. It went from nets to net because Peter took it personal. All of us need to do something, but each one of us need to do something specifically. You need to learn to let down your net, your net. Now, if I sold my net to your net and your net to my net and that net to that net to that net, we'll make a larger net and we can go and we can fish. Fishers of men, not fish. But until then, I got to mend my nets. 
I did the research. I did the study. Every time Jesus walked up on them, they were mending their nets, washing their nets, rolling up their nets. Peter was rolling up his net, ready to call it a day because he had been fishing all night. And Jesus says, let's go back out. Let's go back out. Don't give up. Let's go back out. Don't come to church one or two Sundays and think you're going to get it. Got it good. No. Let's go back out. Let's, let's cast the net again. Keep casting your net because not only is it an open work fabric, but it's also what you have left. What do you have as a result of all this living that you've been living, all this praying you've been praying, all this giving you've been giving, all this speaking you've been speaking, all this word in your life, what's, what do you have left? What's the net? What is the net? What's the bottom line after you've made the additions, subtractions, multiplications, and all of those different things, the divisions and all that? After you've split from that bad relationship, what do you have left? That's a division. But do you know that God uses all of those elements that we call mathematics to bring us to where we are and make us whole? How can you get something whole out of subtraction? He'll take out what's not supposed to be there and he'll leave that which remains. How, how can you be whole if you've been split and divided in so many pieces? All it takes is one little drop to multiply. You know, a little leaven, leaven the whole lump, a little yeast will make all the bread rise. Just your faith alone, just one mustard seed of faith can ignite a nation. It can set a revival into place where the net would be full of souls and full of people who are willing to trust God, who believe God, who know in whom they believe. Sluggards don't plow in season. They sleep in the midst of this. And, 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 and the harvest time, they come and they look to find something and there is nothing for them. There is nothing for them. Nothing for them. Nothing is an interesting word. Two words, no thing. No thing, nothing. Because in our sluggard state of being, we didn't feel like it. It wasn't significant. It wasn't important. It wasn't a priority. It didn't matter. Oh, that's for them. That's somebody else. What about your net? You've been listening to Touched by Grace an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nation's Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the Scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, We believe there is hope.